Good morning for Tuesday, August 22, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump sets strategy for Afghan war. General's warnings overrode Trump's initial skepticism. In today's national headlines, after two collisions, Navy will check safety. U.S. agency halts study of health near mining and U.S. enlists sheriffs to detain undocumented immigrants. In today's business headlines, Sempra tops Buffett in race for energy future. Internal courts are scrutinized in bank cases, and Audi engineer implicates superiors in diesel scandal. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington. Trump set strategy for Afghan war. Reported by Julie Hirschfeld Davis and Mark Landler. President Trump put forward on Monday a strategy for resolving the nearly 16-year-old conflict in Afghanistan, but he declined to specify either the number of troops that would be committed or the conditions by which he would judge the success of their mission there. In a nationally televised primetime speech, Trump said there would be no blank check for the American presence in Afghanistan. But in announcing his plan, Trump deepened American involvement in a military mission that has bedeviled his predecessors and that he once called futile. My original instinct was to pull out, and historically, I like following my instincts, Trump said. But all my life, I've heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. After a lengthy and exhaustive deliberation culminating in a meeting with his war cabinet at Camp David, Trump said he had been convinced that a hasty withdrawal would create a vacuum for terrorists, including ISIS and al-Qaeda. Speaking to a military audience at a base outside Washington, Trump declared, in the end, we will win. But he did not define what victory would look like, nor did he explain how his path would be radically different from what he labeled the failed strategies of previous presidents. Trump campaigned promising to extricate the United States from foreign conflicts, and many of the steps that he announced Monday have been proposed by previous administrations. He portrayed the strategy as a stark break with the Obama administration, arguing that while his predecessor set artificial timetables for American involvement in Afghanistan, his strategy would be a comprehensive, conditions-based regional approach that would aim for a political solution. Part of the plan is to deploy more American troops to Afghanistan to continue to train Afghan forces there with the goal of convincing the Taliban that they could not win on the battlefield. Trump said that the United States would put significant new pressure on Pakistan to crack down on the terrorist sanctuaries that line its border with Afghanistan. His comments could open a turbulent new chapter in relations with Pakistan, which has veered since the September 11, 2001 attacks from being an ally in the fight against terrorism to a haven in which Osama bin Laden hid out until he was killed in 2011. By refusing to place a number on troops or to specify benchmarks for success, Trump was in essence shielding himself against potential backlash from his political base and from the American public, which has grown weary of the war. The president heaped contempt on his predecessor's strategy, promising that he would avoid President Barack Obama's mistakes. But in substance, Trump's strategy was not all that different from Obama's, 
relying on a mix of conventional military force and diplomatic pressure on Pakistan. One administration official conceded there was to be no major change in the mix of American forces operating in Afghanistan, and the priorities would remain training Afghan forces and conducting counterterrorism operations. In some ways, Trump's emphasis on a stripped-down counterterrorism mission was reminiscent of the approach advocated by former Vice President Joseph Biden and ultimately rejected by Obama. We are not nation-building again, Trump said. We're killing terrorists. This is the second front-page story. General's warnings overrode Trump's initial skepticism. This story is written by Mark Landler and Maggie Haberman. President Trump's skepticism about America's involvement in Afghanistan was no secret to his staff, but his top national security officials were still taken aback at a meeting in the Situation Room on July 19th when an angry Trump began ripping apart their latest proposal to send thousands of additional American troops to the country. We're losing, the president declared, according to a person who was in the room. The plan, he complained, was vague and open-ended with no definition of victory. What does success look like, he asked. On Monday night, Trump was finally expected to put forward a broader strategy for Afghanistan, one that would require thousands more American troops but place more conditions on the Afghan government. His decision, several officials said, was less a change of heart than a weary acceptance of the case made by the military leaders who dominate his war cabinet. Persuaded there were no other options, Trump became the third American president to send young men and women into the longest war in American history. His journey to that decision was starkly different than that of President Barack Obama. It is time to get out of Afghanistan, Trump wrote on Twitter.